Hello and welcome to Garblag Games. We're playing Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition Planescape and this is The Dark of the Cage. Hello and welcome back to episode 2 of The Dark of the Cage. I'm Pete, the game... not Games Master... Dungeon Master. Hey. Uh, and in a moment, we'll go around and everyone will tell you who they are and who they're playing. But before we do, please don't forget to check out all our social media links below. Um, also, check out our Discord. We've got lots of people on there talking about maps, role-playing, a little bit of LARPing. War uh, games, some other board games. War games and board games going on. So please go and check that out. There's a link below. Also, we have a Patreon. All those people who support us to help us get the kit and equipment, the games, the dice, everything that makes this Stuff channel. And yes, everything that makes it a bit better for you guys. Uh, thank you. Uh, please go and check that out because we also give out free maps, adventures, background stuff for our shows, dungeon themed character sheets. That too. And giveaways. And giveaways, yes. Uh, well, I also do uh, adventure locations. Um, we've got a giveaway on at the moment. Yes, we do. For uh, a salute special miniature, which we've got going on here. Uh, an exclusive thing from the United Kingdom, made yes. by Warlord Games. Thank you, Roger. Uh, and that's going on over on Twitter at the moment until the 12th of May. So hopefully you've got on here to see this before the 12th. Um so we've got that going on as well. Uh, also, from our Patreon, we donate 10% of all the money we receive to Diabetes UK. It's a course that's very close to our hearts. And uh, we also have a Just Giving page, which we've got a link for below. Please help us to support this awesome charity. Although not all our viewers are in the UK, uh, it's a great cause. And there's lots of research going on into how to help uh, people administer this very... Uh, you know, difficult thing to handle. Uh, my nephew, who's like four or five years old, uh, has had it for the last couple of years, uh, type 1 diabetes, and it's a very uh, grueling experience for parents and children together. But anyway, yeah, all the help that we can get, we thank you very much uh, in supporting that great cause. Uh, what else do we have to talk about? The Thornless Rose. Yep. So right now... As this is probably out on Saturday, uh, there is a Kickstarter going on for the Thornless Rose D20 dice bag, which we have here. We've still got them. They are. Da, 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 da. Oh, that's a freaking death star. So, it's a dice bag. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, these are really cool. I've got. And available the... in grey. Available, yes. <laughs> available in many colours. Oh, yeah. Including. Uh, oh, hang on. Let me get this. A red one. A study. It comes in scarlet. red. Uh, it I comes in a lot of colours. I wanted a red one. There you go. You get these dice kits, which allow you to assemble the uh, the, Don't the worry. final piece. They do come with instructions. There are some very handy instructions. And we haven't lost them yet. Which I think which even lucky. I will be able to follow. And if Pete can do it, anyone can. Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> Abs no, absolutely. Uh, yes. This is really cool. These dice bags are awesome. Uh, everyone should get one. 
uh, and everyone should support the Thornless Rose, our uh, friends and sponsors of the channel. Um, it's going live uh, May the 10th, as we said, so that's Friday. So mm -hmm. this is this is probably out on Saturday, so it will have gone live yesterday. I'm sure there will be a link below. Uh, and if you're watching this at some time in the distant future, then unfortunately you have missed it, but you probably can get one at From some... the Thornless Rose directly. Exactly. So check out these awesome leather... Uh, D20 dice bags. They are really cool. Uh, and I'm looking forward to finding the time to put mine together. Cool. Okay. What else do we have to talk about before we get on with the show? Uh, I, is there anything else? Check out our other shows. Check out our other shows. Star Trek Morpheus. Yep. Scion Vostok's Chance. Yep. And Dark Heresy on the Edge of the Emperor's Light. As well as our other shows, Mages and Monsters, the Mage Ascension game. And Flint and Steel, the Warhammer Fantasy roleplay game. Flint and Steel! Yes. That. <laughs> yes, that one. I so, like someone's watching this, this, is the first video they've ever watched, and they've not seen Flint and Steel. And they have no they idea, have no what, idea what that yeah. is. Yeah, that's, I, I shout that at the beginning yeah, of the episode. Go, go check them out, there'll be links. What was cool was that was about episode three of season one, and I just did that, and no one was expecting it. And I think I freaked them out. And then afterwards... And you went, I like scaring my players. Yeah, Let's do that again. Absolutely. Well, it kind of woke them up at the beginning of the session. So, you know. Personally, I was snoozing. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even there. I do it in season two. Yes, absolutely. Uh, cool. Okay. Well, then, uh, without further ado, we shall begin on my left with... Hi, I'm Leon, and I play Heskin, a kabold bard. I'm Sam, I will be playing Echo, a tabaxi druid. Hi, I'm Roger, I'm playing Hriak, the half-elf sorcerer. And I'm John, I'm playing Jofield, the Azamar paladin. Cool. How do you pronounce your character's name, Roger? Hriak. 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 Cool. Get the phlegm down in the throat. And... <laughs> no, you don't need phlegm. Hriak. Sounds like the haunted door. A haunted door. Yes. It's <laughs> appropriate, because that's how you entered the setting. Yeah. Yes. yes. So I'm going to roll a die to see who's going to do a recap oh, of gosh. <gasps> episode one. It's it may, the bard! It may have... No. Oh, yes, it is the bard. Yay! Sorry. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's not me! <laughs> Don't worry, we can all chip in. Okay, so it starts in the plains. Yeah. And then you're looking this way and then suddenly a ship comes rolling overhead. Like, it's like the beginning of Star Wars. That's what we're going <laughs> And that was like a spellcammer vessel with a load of hobgoblins on it, as far yep. as I understand it. And Heskin, I was a prisoner on the ship. And then there was Attila, played by Simon. Who he had a today. fight with another ship and ended up on the spelljammer ship. Mm -hmm. He was a giant hippo rogue. He broke me out, caused some fuss with the hobgoblins. The hobgoblins were distracted. And Attila crashed the ship through a weird portal. And it started coming down into a lake. But wait, there was also... <laughs> who was a fellow being chased on the planet of Athas. Athas. Which is the dark sun setting. And he was running for his life away from some people. And then Bad he suddenly people. got up to the door and he's like, oh, I need to get away from these people. And then suddenly magic happened, which was entirely <laughs> new to him and he never experienced it before. And he was suddenly falling also through the sky in a magical world going, You forgot my last diary entry. What was I your last diary? <laughs> <laughs> Dear diary. And the ship then also came suddenly behind him, crashing through with Attila, the Griff, and myself, and all these hobgoblins going, Aah! and we were falling. It was very scary. And 
Jofiel. Yes. Yes. And Echo were there along with. Qatar. Jim. Quaff. Yes. <laughs> and Jim can't be with us this week, but we'll be here next time. And they were standing on a hill and they went, look at that. But they were kind of waiting for Kriak to turn up. But they didn't know it would be Not specifically, specifically me, Kriak, yeah. no. but someone. So Kriak saved. No. No, I was, I was falling to my death. Grab Kriak. <laughs> the ship was falling. Yes. I saved myself and Griff. Uh, one elf child and an elf child. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and we splashed down in the river. A few people survived, along with a little cube robot person, a modron. A modron, yeah. And, <laughs> oh, he was cute. <laughs> uh, who else Take me I... with you. Take <laughs> me with you. <laughs> Okie dokie, Mr. Modron. A, yes. What looked like a bald, hairless dwarf, kind of very tanned, <coughs> mule, yeah. uh, was also in the water. <laughs> uh, there was a. Oh, bad guy landed in the woods, and we fought, and the yep. griff smashed into them hard enough to explode Brockler, them. the hobgoblin, yes. first mate. Who decided he didn't like someone he'd never met before. <laughs> and I did that all the time. And there was someone chasing a Kriak <laughs> in yes. the woods, who yeah. was definitely dispatched by the druid being sneaky. Well, back. I didn't solo it. It was a combo. <laughs> so I think the magic missiles. I think it was They were a member of the Mercy Killers. Yeah. And I stood there, and I wrote a song about it. And oh. the song went thus. <laughs> yeah. He just did the song. Oh, right, yeah, that yeah. was the song. Yeah, Yeah, we're going to put this in jaunty. It's, it's a of... gangster rap. Did I miss anything? I think I got it all. Yeah, that was pretty good. That yeah. was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Leon. Brilliant, yes. Yeah, so, uh, you are on the Outlands, uh, which is the kind of neutral hub of the Great Wheel of the Outer Plains. Uh, and you have just rescued Kriak. He has been stopped. He he ran off into the distance. Well, there's, there were two all... people trying to kill me. Absolutely. And then a giant angry hippo comes running in my direction. Yep. I took the sensible plan of run. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. I noped out right there. Just cheesed it. Uh, and uh, Kraft, the Aarakocra, flew after you and yep. sort of stopped in front of you and said, stop, we're here specifically to help you. And I believe we ended with me going... Who are you? What's that? Where am I? What the hell? What? And pointing at the sea and going, ah! Because you've never seen uh, that much I think water. I pointed at the druid, the hippo, and the sea, yes. and just generally confused. Okay. So, you have gathered together around the base of this small rundown tower, the, the doorway of which was the portal that you came through from Sigil, uh, the city that's on top of the spire at the centre of, out, of the Outlands. Um, and uh, Jophiel, you had been sent with the mission to find these uh, one of these people who's coming from this world that apparently uh, endures great suffering, uh, which was your kind of uh, remit. Getting hit with a two-handed sword. Yeah, well, more besides. So you know that there's been an influx of primes, which are people coming from prime material worlds, into the Outlands and Sigil, uh, this has been kind of increasing and increasing recently. Uh, case in point with Heskin and Hriak, you guys have kind of come from the prime material worlds. And um, a lot of this has been going on, and you guys work for the Indeps, uh, the Free League, who aren't really a faction, but they are a faction. They're a group so that they don't have to be a group. Exactly. I'm not saying they're a faction, but, but they're, they're a, a faction. faction. Absolutely. 
Uh, and they have um, asked for you to go and investigate uh, this goings-on. Now, the reason you've been chosen is because you've been uh, helpful in the in the gate town of Trade Gate, which leads to Bytopia, which is the realm, the, the plane that you're from. Indeed. Uh, and there you have been helping uh, to cure people of a strange disease that is infecting Indeps who arrive in Sigil. Some of them. It seems at random, when Indeps go through a portal back to Sigil, they, some of them, contract a strange magical disease that can't be cured inside Sigil, but can be cured quite easily in the city of Tradegate. So you've kind of experienced this in the, with the Church of Ilmata, your god, god. Uh, and you've kind of helped and seen some of this, and therefore you went into Sigil to kind of explore what was going on. And then because you've been useful and helpful, they've asked for you to go and check this out with these people who are who have some sort of suffering. And as Huyak is brought forward, you know, you guys kind of gather together. You are, some of you are hurt. Blood dripping, probably quite profusely. Blood dripping <sighs> from wounds on your body, but also your body shows the evidence of previous scarring. Uh, you've obviously been living in a very uh, sunny, uh, high UV environment. You are tanned to the point of constantly being uh, burnt. Um, you know, and you you are someone who looks like you've come from a deprived space as far as the rest of the people around are concerned. You were talking about them being kings because they had metal, all this kind of stuff. You have kind of quite simple, fair, bedraggled appearance, wounds and cuts and that kind of thing. Yeah. Nice. Um, so as we gather around, I, I'll say to you, I'll, um, I'll be like, greetings, stranger. Hello. Uh, welcome to the Badlands. My name is Joe Phil, and this, this is my friend Echo and Quaff. Um, we're here to help. Where are the Badlands? I've never heard of them. Outlands. Outlands. Oh, yeah. All right. Where are the Outlands? Never heard of them. Um, well, the Outlands are a centre uh, realm around the city of Sigil. Never heard of it. The hippo kind of points up. And you look to your side, and there's a kind of spire going up, and it kind of goes what into is the, that? goes into the clouds. And then when it pokes above the clouds, you can see this kind of strange donut floating above. It is a city at the what? But the how do you get the up there? It's the center of the multiverse. A what? The world you come is one of a number of different worlds. You're telling me I'm on a different world. Yes. And and no and no, it's not. This isn't really a world. But, this is a plane. So, are you like the king or the queen or something? No, I am, but a humble servant. But you're wearing enough wealth. You could probably buy a city. Well, the worlds have uh, a lot of variants. So maybe what you consider as rare in one plane, maybe a commonplace thing in another. Yeah, we definitely don't have that. I'll say, pointing at the large body of water. Uh, yeah. And we certainly don't have much metal. I've never seen so much wealth in my life. Well, what we should do is probably get you back to the city, get you uh, fed and clothed. I'll take a step back when he says that. Oh. Um, Can, uh, the 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 gif, um, Attila, uh, looks looks at Heskin and he's kind of like soaked and you're kind of, you know. I mean, we I can. Think we should probably go with them. 
Yes. We don't really have anything, do we? No. <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah. I'm very wet. I'm going to ride on your shoulders. I mean, that's that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's we can find you amused. all accommodation in the city. Um, and if you'd like to stay, I'm sure there would be work available to you. But it's up to you. I'm not going to say what anything. What kind of work? Um, well, what can you do? Are you good with metal or uh, leather working? Or um, can you herd cattle or sheep? Are you a good writer or maybe a musician? Uh, I can write. Yeah. Ah, Quaff says he was he was firing stuff out of his hands earlier on. Yeah, don't know how that happens. That's that's really weird. Um, I'm guessing you're some kind of wizard. I wasn't about twenty minutes ago. Okay, maybe we can find someone <laughs> in Sigil who could explain what's happened to you then. <clears throat> Well, someone who could tell me why I went through a doorway and then fell from the sky would be great. That's uh, a portal, says Quaff. A what? A portal. It's like a doorway between different realms. It's what we're going to use to enter the city. So you don't have to climb that to get there? No. We simply step from here to there. But <laughs> that's magic, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But doesn't that, like, kill everything? Can I please cure wounds him? Yes. <laughs> yes. What, a uh, first level spell? Yeah, and it's only um, a d8 plus two. So. Okay. Five. You feel a... Uh, uh, I'll probably jolt at the unexpected, um, you know, well, yeah, there's a conversation going on. I'm you have to touch him. Yeah, I do. So, so I'm just going to lay Feel this kind of yeah, I'll, slightly I'll very poor flinch. hand. Yeah, I'll probably flinch. Yeah. But then, and then kind warmth. of, kind of go. As I said, there are different rules to different realms. Quaff says, "I'm gonna fly up and scout around, just see if anyone's mm-hmm. straggling around or in the water or anything, and just kind of so jumps I'm... up into the sky." So I'm gonna look at. Has anyone checked on the modron? Because you realise they only checked on the children when we crashed. Okay. Oh, the yep. modron. Okay, the modron. Uh, you kind of sort of turn around, and you can see through the trees because you guys are kind of in this kind of sort of wooded area around the the tower. The Modron is just kind of standing near the shore, uh, where the, the boat kind of reached the shore. And he seems to just be sort of... It's almost like he's going over something in his head and sort of almost like cataloguing things with his fingers sort of moving rapidly in the air. Isn't he like a cuboid? He is. Yeah. He is like a cube uh, sort of mechanical structure that looks a bit steampunky. With legs, two thin legs, two arms, a pair of tiny wings, and a face on the front of the uh, of the box on the uh, of the like a My Little Toaster, but I don't think I've seen that. <laughs> um, and uh, and it's got a little hat on his head that seems to, on the top that's placed jauntily on one of the corners of the of the box. I like this modern style. That's, I like uh, it. I like yeah. the modern. Um, yeah, as we stood there talking, I will kind of be like almost cautiously touching like the trees and plants around me because yeah. it's all kind of really alien oh, yeah any kind of plant life in on Athas is sparse vicious spiky. and spiky yeah hence very cautiously yeah, touching so this very bizarrely like coloured green stuff yeah like soft leaves the, even the bark of the trees is uh, I mean it's hard but it's not hurting you when you touch it yeah it's kind of like almost flinching back touching these things 
I'm trying to sorry, I'm just trying to find a picture of a modron just to show you guys modron. what they what they actually modron. look like. Someone in here somewhere. Uh, yeah, so you're gonna go over to the modron. Yes. Yeah. Beep boop. Um, he, he does not beep boop. Kind of, you can you can hear like cogs uh, clicking and turning uh, and some sort of uh, rubber belt kind of cam system in there. Uh, all seems to be going on and it kind of suddenly stops. Hello. Hello. I'm Heskin. Greetings. I need to go back to Sigil. We were going back to Sigil. How convenient. That is fortuitous. That's May like I journey with you? Yes. Yes. You can ride on the other shoulder of the gift. Is that the large fat one? Yes. Excellent. Maybe don't let him hear you calling that. Okay. <laughs> I am Grendon Alpha 4. Nice to meet you, Grendon Alpha 4. Thank you. How are Grendon Alpha 1, 2, 3? <laughs> they are dead. That's <laughs> <laughs> unfortunate. The slave has killed them and captured just me. Oh. I need to return. I have important information. That sounds good. For, for me? On I sigil? will pay you Ooh. to return me to Sigil. Grand, we're going there anyway. Excellent. If I may journey with you, I do not know your portal's key. We'll work that out. <laughs> You're like, what? I'm bragging this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be kind of watching with interest, because obviously neither of these two. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like, like, yeah, just, yeah. Just All of the portal's keys, <laughs> yeah. so don't worry. I mean, like, when, the, when I notice the modron, I will be like, what is that? Yeah, if they're a bit further away, and you can see the the little the little. By the way, he looks like a little dragon. He's a little lizardy thing. He's a little lizardy. I've seen lizards. You've seen lizards, but he does look quite this draconic. And uh, the only dragon on Athas is the dragon, and it's like the most powerful creature on the planet. Even the sorcerer kings don't fuck with the dragon. And he doesn't look just that <laughs> He's a little dragon. He doesn't. He looks like a little. He looks all right. Uh, small and mighty. He's still long a baby what's dragon. What's the saying? Uh, Bronze of scale and silver of tongue. No, <laughs> I like it. That's a kobold. Um, it is draconic, so it shares the lineage of dragons, but it's not a dragon itself. Ah, oh, we've got like dragon-blooded uh, people where I come from. Good. And I've never seen a, a kobold though. He is a Cobalt? miniature version Cobalt? of that. Cobalt. 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 Okay. Yeah, As I said, there are a variety of so different planes. What's that? I'll point at the Modron. Would I actually know what a Modron was? Yes, you do. They oh. are from the lawful neutral plane called Mechanus. Uh, and they are uh, automata. You know, they're kind of living machines. He is a Modron, um, a little cuboid creature. Uh, he's basically made of cogs and metal. Technically, a quadrone. Quadrone. I am Grendon Alpha 4. Don't ask about Grendon Alpha 1 through 3. Hi. Hello. As I said, there are a variety of planes with a variety of life on them. Are you from the world Athas? 
Yes. Under the dark sun? Yes. I'm cautiously eyeing everyone. And he can't, you see, you hear some cogs turn, and his kind of his his right hand seems to almost like he's kind of filtering through imaginary folders. You know, he's kind of um right, Sarah. So we um head up to the city. I'm sure we all need some rest and uh beverages. Very well. Do you need to check on the orc and elf children? Yeah, they're they're okay. They're cool. fine. And the uh, other guy. Oh yeah. Um, the mule. Hairless dwarf mule. Yeah. And then, uh, is the portal open? Pop, is yes. it visible? Visible. Can we clear the central area to see you guys have got? Yes. This? I think we're going to situate everyone. <laughs> oh, just because you're you know soon you're going to go now. <laughs> turn around. Turn around the way. Run, <laughs> run away. <laughs> run from the plot. Excellent. Okay. It's a map. It's a donut. Right, a so donut. with uh, I will usher people through the portal, granting encouragement for those who need it. Okay, so this portal, uh, the the key for it is a actually a small flute that you play three notes on, uh, and as you play them, there is a this tower is quite tumble down. It looks like no one would really be using it. But strangely, the archway of the front door is it's quite intact and almost looks like someone has taken care of it. Um, and as you play this three simple notes, uh, the, the, the space inside the doorway changes and kind of mists up and goes slightly cloudy. Um, and you get the sense of... Um, uh, an alleyway uh, beyond. And you can kind of see, as if through frosted glass, the uh, street of a, of a city. Okay, so uh, in front of you is this uh, misty portal. Um, and you, um, Jophiel, Echo, and you know that this leads you to an alleyway near the Red Lion Inn, which is the kind of Inn. unofficial centre of the Indeps in the Great Bazaar. Okay. Cool. Ooh, that's bizarre. Um, it's a large hostelry at the edge of the bazaar. Um, and uh, this is often where the leaders of the Indeps are found uh, relaxing or planning their defence against the Harmonium. Uh, so you know that a few short uh, alleyways away, there is this safe uh, location for you. Mm, um, yeah, I'll usher people through. Who's going through first? I will be last. Okay. I will probably be looking at the ground. I'm looking for signs of stuff dying. Okay, nothing seems to be dying around this thing. Well, send the children first, then, shall we? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, the big hippo man. You drop something? Oh, go first with the big hippo man. <laughs> okay, I'm wondering why stuff isn't dying. Magic normally kills things where I'm from. I'll shout up to Quaff to go through the portal as well. Because he's flying around, isn't he? he? Yeah, he's sort of come back down. So, uh, Heskin's like, let's go. Yep. 
And then just before we go, I'm going to stop and let him go through first and then follow him. (laughs) Just to check it was okay. Okay, so um, Attila is the first person through the doorway. And he kind of steps through and nothing seems to happen to him. So you follow him through. through And And you have a strange moment of vertigo where you're, you're like, oh, I've been spun around upside down, left and right all within that fraction of a second. Uh, but you kind of hold on to your Stomach. breakfast. Yep. <laughs> Not that you really have. They haven't really fed you. Yeah, yeah, you're in a slavership. Uh, you hold on to your bile uh, <laughs> and you kind of uh, you kind of stumble into the back of um, Attila. Attila. Uh, and as you kind of look up, you see beyond him uh, that the city stretches around you and above you. You can see this is a big curving uh, structure around you so it's like a large donut and above you can see city people moving around uh, and immediately around you however there is a kind of slightly oppressive alleyway uh, and you suddenly get the sense that Attila is kind of not going anywhere and you kind of look around him he's kind of stepped sort of 10 feet in from the portal so mm-hmm. this this doorway of this house behind you, which is obviously a doorway for mundane means as well, uh, but for the right for now, it's your portal into this city. Um, he, you kind of look around him, and you can see that there are a clutch of three uh, strange-looking creatures uh, with kind of slight horns on the top of their heads. They look a bit like the tieflings that you know from uh, Faerun. Mm-hmm. But they look stranger, and there's a much bigger variance between them, uh, as if they have come from many different places. And they are there, standing in this alleyway, facing Attila, clutching kind of um, nasty-looking daggers. And they're like, Um, while you're doing this, you're um, on the... This side of the portal, the outland side. Who's going in next? Are you sending Quaff, children? Quaff, Quaff oh, Quaff. and children. Okay. Quaff and the children go through. So as you step, as you kind of peer around Attila, you hear the flutter of feathers and uh, kind of little small feet, um, only slightly smaller than yours. Uh, and uh, Quaff suddenly, there's like a squawk that kind of. <laughs> Uh, it's, you know, from alarm, you know, you revert to your natural tongue at a time of alarm. And he kind of tells the children to go down, move away down the alley the other way. But then he seems startled again and he goes that way. But you're, unless you want to turn around and see what's going on. I'll, I'll turn my head and look if I can see. You but get I'm the sense of the figures team. at the other end of the alleyway as okay. well. Yeah. So it seems like someone is waiting for you as you return. And what what we will do, uh, Heskin, is we will have initiative uh, for you and uh, everyone. We'll have initiative. But okay. now that this is kind of uh, being joined, and Surprise. as you can imagine, Attila's not about to Ooh. not charge into <laughs> combat with people. Right, so initiative. What's yes. everyone got? I've got 13. 14. 22. 19. Okay. We rolled quite high, we did. Slowest bar in the West. Yeah, you're the only in, one well, considering we're on yet. the other yeah. side of the portal. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I rolled a 19. I rolled an 18. 
But I only get plus one initiative. I get plus three. I am a, a slow person. So okay. My wits. And my character is quite slow as well. <laughs> uh, 14 for uh, Echo. 13. Yeah. Eskin. Okay, and... We're just putting H's in front of everyone's names now. Yeah, I think so. Hecko, Hecko, Hofiel, Priak, and Heskin. And Uh, And then Hatilla is nine. It's actually pronounced Keskin. (laughs) (laughs) I called it a nine. 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 Okay, cool. So, um, who's Heskin? So it's the uh, thugs first. Uh, they will, Spoilers. Well, <laughs> I think you've figured out they're thugs. Uh, you guys are actually first in the initiative round. Cool. But we're on the other side. But you're, una- yeah, you're on the other side and you're unaware that there is danger. Uh, this going on on the other side. So what are you guys up to? I'm just going to usher in the children. The children have gone. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So usher in him next. Okay. I thought he might have been looking for something. He was staring at the floor intently. Thought maybe he dropped I was. something. I did. Uh, I did answer your question. Yeah. I said yeah, I yeah. thought stuff would be dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So the uh, who's going? Who are you ushering through? Sorry. This Hriak. Okay, Hriak. Are we tentatively holding my crossbow because I don't trust where I'm going? Okay. Loaded? Loaded, yeah. Okay. I, he's I'm, he's very nervous. I mean, he doesn't know who any oh, of these people absolutely. are. Absolutely. And he's in a very weird place. Absolutely. So you, get weirder. you step through. Uh, you won't get to react because yeah. you're go- passing through the portal. I have no idea what's going on anyway. I don't know if they're on our side or not. Yeah. But you see um, Attila lowering his head uh, <laughs> and Heskin like going uh, uh, as three kind of um, strange people with kind of horned heads and tails Uh, they look like humans but not quite like humans and kind of gaunt and wispy and strange beards Um, they come they're coming forward Uh, Jofiel what are you doing Um, once he's gone through I will go through myself okay so you see the same thing it's then Quaff's turn uh, and you hear a, uh, wah, a charge wah, from the other direction, and uh, a successful hit. Hey. Okay, uh, that's probably going to be a bit more narrative than anything else. Right, next it's there go. So the three of them run into combat with you. Ah. Specifically one, Heskin. One, <laughs> one attacks Heskin. I look the most threatening. Two of them attack Attila, and one of them attacks you. So we'll just roll for the one on you at the moment. The other one's a narrative combat. Um, you're, uh, so you rolled an 11 to hit. Okay, my AC's 13. So he missed. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that dodge. He steps in with a dagger. And you're like... Whoosh. Yeah. yeah. Nimble. Uh, the other two are a... Yeah, one of them hits Attila. Um, and he takes... This guy's got a dagger. Yeah, bit of damage. Okay, cool. Simon, you got hit. Cool. Uh, <laughs> right, Echo. Yep. You are. Uh, everyone on... else has gone through. Yes. I am taking a last look around to make sure we haven't left anyone behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, look out across the water. 
Like, there's no one. No. Oh, the, the, the mule. The mule. Seems to have gone gone off in a different direction. Okay. And then I'll follow. Okay. So you step through as well mm-hmm. in time to uh, you you see what's going on yep. uh, in the alleyway. Uh, Heskin, what are you up to? Okay, I'm going to do what any brave cabal does in a situation like this. Run away! I am going to grovel and cower. Hey! Employing Heskin's amazing acting skills, Excellent. I cower pathetically to distract foes. So, uh, do you want to tell you what this is? Yeah, yeah, that'd be so, great. Until the end of the next turn, allies gain advantage on attacks against uh, enemies within 10 feet that can see me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, cool. So basically, the three guys in front of you. Yeah. Uh, if you okay. do this. No! <laughs> I am so small and weak and pathetic! No! <laughs> Much okay. of that. The person in front of you is like, what the fuck is going on? Like, <laughs> and they're all, they are all distracted by this kind of over-the-top riding. Rolling on the floor. Yeah. You all see this. Uh, no shame. <laughs> Kriak, as an orphan on the streets of Tyr... You recognise this tactic. Uh, this is a cunning. This is the most cunning person in pop. this entire group right now. Okay, Attila. Uh, Attila is going to fight some. Uh, Joy's rapier and attack one of the one of the guys. Um, hitting. He gets advantage. Oh, he does get by well, hit anyway. But he might hit better. Oh, he might, might get twenty. Might get twenty. No. Uh, and does some damage. Uh, sudden grace from this giant hippo creature with a rapier. Swash yes, buckle that swash. Right, so we go back around to the beginning. Kriak, you're now sort of standing there. Heskin. <laughs> we should get advantage. Well, he's yeah. the smart one, so I'm going to help him. Okay. I'm going to shoot with the, what, I'll shoot the one that's try, that was trying to stab him. Okay, you have advantage. Funk. Um, 17. 17. That's a hit. Plus something. Um, okay. Uh, three. Seven damage. Mm. <laughs> okay. Your crossbow bolt hits this uh, Funk. Uh, tiefling in the mm. shoulder, and severe pain clearly courses through her body. And she's like, she's like looking, she's looking down <laughs> at the cobble. Is she hamming it up like the cobble? <laughs> suddenly, <laughs> this the is the worst wound ever. The most overdramatic combat uh, I think we've ever seen <laughs> so far. Uh, she looks really injured by that hit. I hope so. <laughs> like, she's severely bleeding and like, uh. right, Jophiel. Um, how, as a second level paladin, how many spells can I cast a day? That is a question to ask. Seven hundred and six. I think it's two, but I'm not sure, so I better check. Probably. Oh, I feel it is two. Pass it over. It's okay. I just want to check before I start spamming. Start cheating. See, this is why you need these things. Sorcerer points. Mm. Oh no, I, I was referring to cubes. Oh, all right. Okay. If there's another, you can make cubes. Use. I've got plenty. Paladin, I've got um, uh, second level paladin, two first level spells. Cool. So I'll use a bonus action to light my javelins asunder. With your divine favour. Um, 
I like to think I bought this uh, possum hook, line, and sinter, and I'm going to leap to his defense. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, you're like, oh no! Uh, <laughs> jump in. The tiefling looks pretty like she's out of the. She's very, very damaged. But she's hurt, but she's still in close combat with the kobold. No one else is in close combat with her. And she's still got her weapon. So the other two are fighting Attila. I will remove her of her weapon and her life. Okay. uh, Using the power of javelins to the face. (laughs) I didn't half expect you to say that. Natural 20. Natural 20. So I won't be rolling the advantage. So how are we going to do critical hits? This is my house rule for critical hits. Ooh, exciting. So instead of rolling two lots of dice, you get maximum on one set. Yep. And then you roll another set. Okay. So your weapon normally does... Uh, D6 plus so you, two. Yep, so you so would get... Eight, eight, eight plus, plus a D6. D4 for the divine favour. Okay, so that's that's doubled as well. Okay, so... Yeah. So you get 12 damage to begin with. Yeah. And then a D6 and a D4. She is having a bad day. And that's an extra... Eight. Six, seven, I can eight, 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 she was winning. 18. <laughs> 18 points of damage. Uh, that's with an extra two because of strength as well. I don't, but we added it on the beginning. Oh, right. Don't double it. So yeah, 18 points okay. of damage. So you leap to the defence of the kobold. <laughs> this streak of sunlight uh, behind you and your javelin <laughs> thumps into its body and it flies backwards. <laughs> Slamming against the wall, blood kind of streaked across the the bricks of this building, and the body hits the floor. And you kind of stand triumphantly over the kobold. This paladin is clearly someone of great metal. Yes, I'm wearing ste- half plate steel. <laughs> uh, you can hear Quaff like fighting away behind you. Um, oh, are they more behind us? <laughs> well, as you've now got there, you kind of realise. So there's three in front, or well, two in front, two. and three in behind? Two two behind. Two behind, yeah. Uh, so it's their go now. So the two on Attila. Uh, one hit. With... Oh, a little bit of damage. So I'm glad I rolled a quit. A crit, that's really cool. A quit. Yeah. A quit. That's I rolled a quit, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Echo. Three natural ones yep, in a row. I have arrived. You have. You're there. Yes. There's a fight over there, yep. ish. But there's mostly kind of Attila in the way, presumably. And Jophiel. And Jophiel. Yeah. Shining so, Paladin. And Heskin. Yep. So behind. Behind you, you turn around. You can see that Quaff is kind of in the air, mm-hmm. trying to sort of parkour and flap between the walls mm-hmm. uh, as he's protecting the children mm-hmm. from two um, thugs who are kind of with daggers kind of jumping like trying to climb up a barrel and like jump off him. and stab uh, and he's like <laughs> his, his eagle call sound slightly like ma- maniacal laughter <laughs> um, yeah that sounds about boink right. them That's boink boink <laughs> <laughs> boink them on the head okay Cool. Um, Jofiel's yeah, got get... interesting thoughts yeah. about close calls. No, no, I get... You know what I meant. <laughs> I know what you mean. Can I get between them and him and The them? kids and the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Easily, yeah. easily. And, yeah. and then kind of just stand in, in guard. You can do that and attack way. one of them yeah. if you want. Okay, well yeah. then, yeah, I will, I will hit someone. Okay, go for it. With my stick. Boop. Make a roll. Which we know Boop. what that Come on, the snoot. We wrote it down. 
Snootin' bootin'. Have you cast <laughs> shillelagh on it? I haven't yet, no. Ah. I was thinking I could do that, because actually it's a cantrip. That means I can just, you know... It's a bonus action. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Let's just do that. Do that on the way. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Totally not just jammy, being like, oh yeah. Uh, as you're in Sigil, yep. the, the staff grows str- this kind of dark razor vine, which mm-hmm. is the real native plant to sigil mm-hmm. uh, up it still there's some of your thorns yep. and before but this kind of thread of razor vine goes around it as you kind of swing it down cool. on the guy's face you know i said i wrote it down i don't know if i did write it down it's 1d8 plus back. two damage if you hit five okay. seven seven damage yep. okay so you bring your uh, so one of the ones that's like climbing and trying to stab yeah. Sure. Bosh. Okay. Yep. You whack that one for seven points of damage. Yes. And there's a solid crack as your staff makes contact. And the kind of the, the person looks down at you like Ugh! see their attention is now uh, kind of focused on you. Heskin, you're prostrate on the floor. <laughs> your whimpering has done what it needed to do. You can now see that Attila and this glorious Jophiel are, are one-on-one with these kind of thugs. And you've kind of got a bit of breathing space. What do you want to do? Oh, I think I want to run back to guard along beside the children. Okay. Because I think the hippo and Jophiel, uh, can, they can take care of that. Okay, you're not doing any inspiration or magic I've or anything? I've used my inspiration. Oh, yes, you have, haven't you? So Does that keep okay. going on, though? No, it's uh, yeah. like a... Dice. A dice, and once you someone. use the die, then it's... No, gone. I mean, his acting, does it not continue? Well, it says until the end of next turn, so I don't know if... Okay, so the end of your next turn. If it's active until the end of no. Yes, it will turn. be. But that... obviously then it's over, so yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, okay, so I'm going to yeah move along to the children, and I think I want to cast a spell. Okay. So I want to go with um, one of the tieflings that's... Going for him. Uh, Dissonant Whispers. Okay. Oh, I love it. The one that um, Echoes hit, or the other one that Quaff is fighting? The one that Echoes hits. Okay. I'm going to try and help yep. damage him. Okay. Uh, duration instantaneous. So I believe you have to do something in order to cast a spell. I, I do. I have to use my <laughs> yeah. special focus. I whisper a discordant melody. <laughs> it's pretty discordant. It was, yes. <laughs> Excellent. Damaging to everyone. <laughs> it racks them with terrible pain. Yeah. Uh, they make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. What's your save DC? Save DC is. Save source DC 12. Well, that's not going to do it. Okay. Uh, three, six. 3d6 psychic damage. 3d6 oh, psychic damage. Nice. As the wind whispers. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, on a failed save, yep. Yeah. And must immediately use its reaction. Uh, so, five, six damage. Oh. Okay. Uh, if, uh, right. And must immediately use its reaction, if available to move as far as its speed allows away from you. Creature doesn't move into obviously dangerous ground, so just fire rocket. Okay, so, you produce your flute. Yep. 
do the incantation, play the music, and from the end of your musical instrument, this kind of dark whisper reaches out towards the creature. You see it kind of wrap into its ears, and it looks around, its head twisting and turning, and it's like, ah, screams in pain, and turns to run away from Echo, who gains attack of opportunity if she wishes to. <laughs> Legs. <laughs> Makes the dream work. Yeah. <laughs> Don't miss. Uh, nine. Uh, to hit. Oh, sorry. Cheating. With advantage. <gasps> I probably meant. Oh, advantage rule out. Fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Boop. Cool. You hit. So, yep. No. Damage. I'm sure we roll it. Have we roll it? How much damage do you do? Seven plus two. Okay. Right. Cool. You sweep the legs. Whoosh, yep. So hard that the face hits the floor <laughs> uh, and the body kind of slides on the face uh, with the momentum mm-hmm. and then lays still on the ground Good in front enough. of you. Right, it's Attila's go. He's going to stab the same guy. Yes. And that's another one down. It runs it through. Ah! <laughs> Attila's having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can't right. Who does he remind me of? Simon. <laughs> oh, it's Sir, it's Simon. It's, no, it's Sir Lancelot in uh, Monty Python and the Head of Grail. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Sorry, sorry, yeah, everyone. Yeah. Sorry. Right, Huyak. Um, can I actually see any of them? Because um, obviously there's a giant hippo. You can in see a the one that is fighting. Because he he's kind of on a barrel. doing this thing where he's maintaining it. in the air. Okay. Shoot her! Doink. Shoot! No. Okay. Uh, no. Sh- skitters off a, a brick and a tile somewhere. Joe Fiel. Don't get advantage anymore, do you? Um, I'm not on those ones. Am I in combat with one? You are within... Uh, I'd say two you're ten fighting Attila. Attila. You, you could fight the other one. I will... Therefore, fight the other one. Okay. Now, the one that Attila is killed is dead. Yep. Do I get advantage for having Attila next to me? You do. You step slightly round to the side. You actually have to be, like, on opposite sides rather than next to each other. Oh. Because the whole idea is that they have to turn their... Just a general rule for yeah. D&D yeah. outflanking. Mm-hmm. They have to be opposite someone, not next to each other. Mm-hmm. I could have used my moon. They can fight both of you So like it's this. not like in Wifford when you outnumber them? No. It's like... They could have I use my... Is there enough room to use my movement to get behind them? Without uh, oh, yeah. Breaking? No, absolutely. You kind of shuffle round, and then you can attack them. And then advantage. stab them. Uh, so 17 plus 5 is 23... 22, sorry. And then my other attack... Missed. So I'll take the first one. Okay. That's a hit. Ooh, some damage. Uh, three, four, five, six points of damage. Okay. Your shining javelin, like, you do your shield and spear kind yeah, of Yeah, the old maneuver. Yeah, yeah. You're like, ha ha! He's like, ah! Just got a little dagger and like, kind of like... He's <laughs> really outnumbered now. leather armour. He's just like, fuck! Yeah, they probably um, didn't feel too bad when it was just... They, they probably thought it started really yeah. well. Yeah, and then, and then <laughs> we just kept coming through the... <laughs> it's like a clown car. Okay. As <laughs> you do that, yep. you see fear fill this person's face. Oh, no. Absolute, like, recognition that this was the ba- a bad idea. As you say, a couple of people appeared 
few more, few more, few more. What the? Everyone's dead. They turn to run. Cool. So you can take an attack of opportunity if you wish. With my attack of opportunity, I will bash them in the head with my shield rather than my spear. So I'll do an unarmed attack and so do a non-lethal. One hit. point of damage. Uh, it's one plus three I've got down here. Your strength bonus. My strength bonus is two. Why have I written three? I think it's just one plus your strength bonus. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, yes, so it's one plus two. So not just non-lethally, like, bonk them. That's what I'm going to do. I think if it's, I go over his hit points, I just don't kill him. I knock yeah, him yeah, yeah, No, I meant yeah. more your javelin. Just, like, wonk them with the stick bit rather than the point Well, bit. the thing is, Attila is also going to use his reaction to oh, do an attack. And he's just going to go... <laughs> well, let's see if I can... Or maybe even... <laughs> let's see if I can boop him out first. Uh, well, you've got higher initiative. I'll let you... Uh, I do a, a 19 to hit, so I definitely That's hit him. That's successful. So I do three points of damage. Okay. Boop and and how much did you do one? previously? Sorry. You did six. Yes. Yeah. With the okay. spear. Okay, you whack with your shield, yeah. uh, but it's not enough to down them. Um, Attila strikes with advantage. And... Hits doing. Oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, oh no, them. pistol, pistol. Sorry. Even better. Uh, <laughs> ten points of damage <laughs> as they run away, and uh, there's a smug uh, sort of uh, <laughs> look on his face as this person's running down the the, the alleyway and then collapses to the floor. Um, I would prob- probably be almost soiling myself for that because I would never have heard a black powder weapon before. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's why I wore the crown. Quaff. Pants. <laughs> Quaff misses the thug with Quaff. Oh, drops their dagger Oops. Uh, and decides that it's probably a good time to run away. So Quaff is going to make. Oh! Quaff drops his trident, uh, <laughs> the series of uh, natural ones, uh, and you hear like a <laughs> and like footsteps running down the alleyway. Can I um, chase him? Can I? Sh- it is your go. So you're going to chase him. Okay, you're going to chase him. Yep. Okay. Do you have entangling roots or anything like that? No. Oh. oh uh, don't you? <laughs> no. So you're going to try and dash. Uh... I can, speak so can I try and swipe the legs out again? Because it worked well. <laughs> he will have moved away. You're that side, <laughs> aren't you? Yeah. So yes, you can. Cool. Yeah. Then it's not an advantage. It's just a just a straight up sixteen. Roll. That's a hit. Uh, eight. Okay. You club the legs again. And it's going to make it's a kneecap on the Dexterity <laughs> failed a dexterity saving throw. So he kind of. Face plants again, so similar but not as vicious mm-hmm. as the last one. Kind of collapses into some uh, crates and some refuse, kind of like lying on mm-hmm. the behind Lovely. a building. <laughs> Slides to a halt and kind of looks up, like battered, bruised, trident stabs, like and, at him. and just like. Ugh. And then wait, because I don't, imagine that Joe Don't like, kill me! Don't kill me! <laughs> don't kill me! Okay, so all the other kind of muggers are dead in the alleyway. Uh, and the kids have stopped crying. 
Uh, and they're like, oh! <laughs> and uh, Attila's like reloaded his gun and stuff, and it's kind of like. I, I would like to search the corpses for um, any identifying. You know, trying to recover my the the like one. One. Well, while while you're knocking him out, I'd I'd begin to search the the other one. Not knock him out, trip him over, because I'm the other side of the alley, aren't I? With yeah, you're kind of down the other end. So as soon of. as we killed that other one, I'd I'd go and start looking for any identifying insignia or marks. Or anything. Yeah, I'd be trying to loot one. Okay, not May- gonna lie, I am a thief. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> the the uh, they each have. Um, uh, metal daggers, yoink, uh, and purses containing some five gold pieces. I'm assuming each. my original money that I technically started with is worthless. Yes, <laughs> it's all copper bits and stuff oh, like that. That's ceramic. So oh, yeah, ceramic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, I love dark sun. So, what, 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 so what do you but find? Make an investigation roll. Oh, this is exciting. Um, no, there'd be methods. <laughs> straight, straight roll, because I've got no bonus in intelligence. Okay. Oh, we all know that. Only a five, I'm afraid. Didn't, didn't okay. roll that high. You don't find any identifying marks, tattoos, uh, club membership cards, or anything <laughs> like that. Pass passes. Yeah. <laughs> um, signet rings. These look like street... Uh, thugs, you know, kids. They're not. They're kind of teenage. <laughs> they're not like children. Ah! They're kind of like eighteen <laughs> to twenty-two-year-olds who living a mean life. Made and, some poor choices. But they all seem to have a bit of coin in their pocket. Did Joe feel take the dagger that one of them was obviously carrying? No, just lying on the this floor. Yeah. Okay, so you've now got. Three daggers? Well, I, I did have two. I've now got uh, four. Well, okay. Two four. of which are metal. <laughs> okay. Clinking as you walk. Well, there are three metal daggers for the three if dead no people. no one's taking the other one. Well, um, <laughs> Taylor's like, yeah, these, are, these are street... Even to you, these look like street scum kids who have clearly been hired to just bob someone. You know. I will try and do it sneakily. Sneakily. Oh, yes, very. <laughs> I use sleight of hand, um, and I pass on a twenty-four. Jofio. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'll walk over to Echo and see the poor blighter on the floor. Oh, don't Did Jofio take the money. No, I, I, I would have looted the crap out of them. <laughs> well, I'm not looking. Did um, Attila take the money? I'm assuming he would also be... Um, yes, he's he's, he's emptied the purse of one of the people in front of oh, him. So I've managed to loot two of them. Unless Heskin wants to loot one of oh, them. Yeah, that's true. Um, that... Because in the time he'll have done that, yeah, you yeah, could yeah. have got a few gold pieces. Okay. Um, okay. I'll I'll say to the tiefling, uh, what brings five tieflings to ambush uh, travellers at the gate? Well, what? We, we were just we were just paid to come and give you a little welcome party. That's all. Who paid you? Some Burke, you know, some some some, you know, Barmy. He just wanted some coin to for us to to check out what's going down this uh, down this uh, street here, and you know, and Bob you, you know. Describe him for me. Well, you know, some old geezer in like armor and stuff, red armor, you know. 
One of them, um, uh, you know, uh, what, hardheads. One of the hardheads. Harmonium. Yeah, I'll say that's to what you, I said. Who are our sworn enemies. Well, not sworn enemies, they just don't like us. Just to say, you guys aren't fully mm. in-depth. You're working for them. Yep. So you're not signed oh, on, right. you're not got the powers of the in-depth. But you're work. You're f- don't get me wrong, affiliated. you're affiliated with them. So you're working with them. Um, don't, look. Look, mate, don't put me in the dead book. I'm serious. Look, I can I can I can show you around, I can help you around this area of town. I you know, I I, I work in this area, you know, around the bazaar. I, I you know, I can I can show you good shops, good bars, you know, that kind of thing. Um um you know. Um while just while you're thinking just while you're thinking. Um, you guys are now aware of the surround your surroundings, and above you and around you there is the curving shape of the city, and this is strange. Between you and the other side of the city, there is some kind of uh, light, some kind of glowing. Uh, it's not a sun because obviously it's not that kind of size, but there's no sun in the sky that creates the day and the night of sigil. There is a glow that keeps that. There's um, there's kind of like a peak and an anti-peak, and that's what is called midday mm-hmm. and midnight. And, might have and... taken me a bit more time to notice that. What I'm a bit more fixated on is mm-hmm. there's another guy over there, and I don't know if anyone's you know liberated him or of his possessions or alive. Not the one the, that you're not the one you're the one you to, killed the earlier yeah, on. The one, yeah, smashed the one on the oh yeah, I don't care if they're yeah. alive or not. I... He's dead. He's very Has dead. anyone been, you know, relieved uh, him the of his position? The kids are looting his body. <laughs> Balls. <laughs> yeah. They're not stupid. <laughs> it was worth it. Yeah, no, you step, you step up and the kids are there, like, sharing out coins. Yeah. One of them's holding I'll, a knife, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, That's I'll, the walk. I'll leave them to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll leave them to it. Them's the rules. They got yeah. there first. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say to the man, um, is it a man or a woman? Sorry. I'm assuming it, gender. Uh, it is a man. Yeah. Yep. Um, you have broken the law, Sarah, and therefore will be tried under the full extent of this city's laws. Um, I'll turn to Quaff and go, Quaff, if you escort him, uh, relieve him of his weapons and take him <laughs> to the city courts to uh, be tried by the fraternity of order. Right. Will do. Uh, here you go. We'll meet you at the Red Lion Inn, was it? Yeah. Yeah, the Red Lion Inn after you're finished. I will get these uh, these strangers fed and watered and bedded. Very well. Kind of once everything settles down, I think I'll drop him off. That's the point where Kriak's going to notice that he's really cold. It is for you. It's, it's really freezing. cold. You're yeah. used to like thirty, forty degrees Celsius. This place is a cool sort of sixteen degrees. All year round. Yeah, There's yeah, no so... real temperature variation. It's kind so... of like a... Yeah, you are cold. So yeah, now, now kind of he's not kind of something going, You're also going generally on? kind of... Because of where you come from, you're kind of like half naked anyway. Well, so I you mean, probably it's got... all loose clothing. Yeah, yeah, loose clothing. Like and... Yeah, yeah, no, I, no, no. He's got like a loose... I mean, you're wearing just like a loose, loose shirt and you've got like loose, loose trousers. Clo- yeah. <laughs> do, do I have to turn on Divine Sense or is it a natural thing? 
That is a very good question, and it's in the player's handbook. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll continue on. Uh, okay. Um, I'll turn back to everyone and goes, um, follow me and we'll get to you out of the streets. Notes Kriak is, is probably Kriak is visibly cold. shivering. And says, would you like my cloak? I think that's a bit... <laughs> it's like a little <laughs> <man's> <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> Put it on his head. There are fireplaces in the inn where we can uh, eat, wa- uh, get warm and eat food. As an action. You can open your awareness to detect such forces as evil. Mm, okay. At the end of your next turn, you know the location of any celestial, fiend, or undead within 60 feet of you that is not behind total cover. Like a ward or something like that. A wall. No, a no, ward. not a ward. No, total cover is just like you can't see them at all. Oh, basically, so you can't if see you can them. Basically, if you can within, see them at yeah, all, you can go, within you're undead. Yeah. Mm. That's a vicious lie and you can't prove it. <laughs> So yes, and then I'll, I'll um, usher them towards the inn. Did none of the like thugs have any sort of raggy cape or cloak or anything that you could just? They had some clothing, but they seem to be stripping them off. But no, it, he's probably visibly sh- you know shivering yeah, sh- at this point. Yeah, it's all right. There are there are fires indoors, so we can get him next to a fire and warmed up. Okay, so you're going to go to the to the Red Lion Inn. Yeah. Okay, so you make your way uh, through a few alleyways, and Jofio, you know this route fairly well, um, and you come to a large structure, which uh, for you guys looks like this. It has strange craggy-like spikes around the outside, and two large towers in the middle. See if I can get that on there. Hooray. Yes, there you go. This here is the Red Lion Inn. Looks slightly fortified for me. It looks <laughs> slightly like a castle. It does look slightly like a castle. Um, Rumour has it that the building used to be based around the big pillars in the structure, and the current owner has kind of cleared away a lot of that. Uh, and, and these kind of crag-like um, spikes up and around it are kind of for uh, a bit of... Um, affectation uh, and to make it look imposing there is a big portcullis in the main entrance and then there are one, two, three three other entrances each with smaller portcullises around one on each side one at the back um, and there is a, a kind of uh, a fenced off uh, area at the front and inside you know that uh, let's have a look the um, Echo, you really quite have enjoyed the few times you've been here before. Nor- this place normally caters to hybrid creatures like centaur, barrior, satyrs, and wemics, and creatures like that. Mm-hmm. Which for you, coming nice. from the Beastlands, is like yep. really interesting. And in fact, it's one of the thi- one of the things that has made you Actually enjoy stay. hanging out <laughs> with Jophiel. Now, the, there are three leaders of the Indeps, mm-hmm. and they are called. Just get the right page here. Bria Tomei, and then the twins, Lathia and Lysander, who are. Uh, so, Bria is a human, and Lathia and Lysander are Wemics, which are uh, lion, upper body, and. Um, 
lion, sort of humanoid upper body, lion like, lower body. Kind of lion centaur. Yes, type. kind of thing. But they have like leonine features on the face as well, and often have big manes uh, and that kind of thing. Um, cool. Jophiel, you like them because they are fans of javelins. <laughs> Do you like a good javelin? Yeah. They are javelin fans, so they are, you know, they often use javelins, and they're often in the area sort of practicing their, their skills. Uh, Bria Tomei is a bard, uh, and she is um, works with the two of them to help sort of govern the in-depths. There's no true leader, but they are all kind of leaders of this uh, faction. So you um, have, Br- Jophiel, you have briefly met Bria Tomei before. Um, she is um, in her 30s from a long line of sigil silversmiths everyone knows about her kind of background she doesn't want to kind of do that kind of thing she wants to be part of the uh, in-depth, she wants to be a bard she's quite a quiet woman but if she speaks or sings people often listen to her she has a great voice uh, but she saves it for when it's important Um, which a lot of bards don't so uh, the 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 Wemics are both warriors uh, and bring martial skill and kind of tactics to the faction. Uh, so there's a kind of balancing between three of them. So they kind of work quite well together. And you arrive at the Red Line Inn, and there is a, there's a lot of people there, a lot of people moving around, uh, and they're not all uh, hybrid creatures as you've previously uh, encountered here. Uh, there are lots of um, humanoids and other creatures moving around. As you make your way there, because you're on the edge of the bazaar, you do see a plethora of other beings and creatures moving around. Heskin, this is quite uh, strange for, for you uh, because you've read about some of these creatures in mythology and seeing them together is kind of stark. You see angelic beings, demonic creatures, devils, humanoids all kinds of creatures moving about the bazaar together, shopping, uh, talking, discussing, as if there is no care or concern. Uh, And this is kind of going on all around you. There's all kinds of wares being sold, all kinds of uh, services being offered. Um, Priak, you are just out of your mind. What the fuck is going on here? You haven't even heard of half of these creatures. They haven't even been drawn in mythology. This is just bizarre. You have just walked in into, the Great Bazaar. In the Great Bazaar, you it's, have just walked it's a into bizarre, bizarre. like an alien outpost with creatures you have never even knew existed, uh, and this is all going on. Yeah, around probably you. eyeing everything very cautiously. Yeah, while huddling uh, someone's cloak around me. Echo. Echo. Yeah. yeah. So Jophiel and Echo uh, and Attila have all experienced Sigil before. And are, I mean, it's still quite interesting to see who's moving around and mm-hmm. talking to who. And, ooh, that Bartazu is talking to that diva and all that. Mm-hmm. And being going, you know, I've seen them talking <laughs> for a, a couple of years kind of thing. Um, but, <laughs> but you guys kind of make your way to the red line without mm-hmm. sort of going, oh. Yeah, I'll be kind of, you know, shepherding. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, and the kids. Yeah, the like, kids are kind of. Cause the kids are okay. Yeah, but they're kind it's of. More, it's more of a keeping an eye on them because they're kids, rather sure. than keeping Absolutely. an eye on him because he's obviously like. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm moving along towards the red fuck? line, but yeah, I got your cloak wrapped tight around me, and what you probably don't notice is I'm holding a dagger. In my hands. 
Okay, so you make your way uh, to the um, to the red line, and uh, standing on the door is a uh, an elfin. Uh, you think Eladrin, in fact, because there's um, kind of wings and their ears are very sharp and very tall, um, and kind of standing watch not guard as it were because mm-hmm. this is a tavern and a hostelry so people can come, come and go, come and go. but you can see a lot of people in there all different types all crammed in there and uh this figure sort of stands up and says um sorry uh please may i ask your business we are suffering from a large influx of people and there is uh, a serious uh, malady about the place and i would know your business before you enter um, we have just completed the task set for us by the index um, and have come with strangers to Sigil in order for them to be rested and fed. With ah, news and um, information, potentially. It pulls out a small um, little scroll. Pa- scroll or pad of paper kind of thing mm-hmm. and looks at it and says, oh, Are you Jophiel? Yes. Right. I've been told by uh, Sander to let you pass... Uh, when you arrive, um, be warned. Um, many of our number have returned to the city and strangely contracted some sort of foul disease. But also, um, there is <coughs> extreme hardhead activity going on. We have called out to all our faction members and suggested that they withdraw to the bazaar uh, at this time. Uh, because we feel that they are making a move on the faction. Um, so please be warned. And also keep an eye out for any hardhead spies. We think some of them may be trying to enter the Red Lion uh, because of the uh, proximity, obviously, of our leaders. Thank you for the information. And I'll usher everyone inside. Okay. Lots of ushering going on. Come on. As you go in, on everyone. Does one on the door look like an elf to me? Looks like an extreme version of an elf, with kind of um, a very a natural glut, like f- visible glow, like a golden aura about them. Uh, strong greens and violets in the clothing. Right. Uh, well, if they look like an elf, I will give <clears throat> them a death glare as I walk past. Okay. Kind of looks at you confused, but but then has that kind of shrug of, yeah, clueless idiot. You don't know what's going on. Um, no, so I don't. you kind of walk into a large <coughs> common. They call it the common room, but this is almost like a common courtyard. It's huge and vast. And there are large tables dotted around. You know that there's an area to one side for registration for the faction because this is kind of the unofficial headquarters. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of tables dotted around. It's kind of open to the elements because there's no like snow or rain or that kind of thing. So it's kind of it's fairly open. It's a pub garden. It's a huge pub garden with loads of tables. Off to one side, there is a large X-shaped um, stage where there are Wemmick pro- performing kind of tribal dances and manoeuvres and different actions going on as if, you know, the kind of different clusters of them have different uh, kind of displays um, with various kind of 
colourful headdresses and staves and all kinds of things going on. There's a gargantuan bar in one corner. Uh, and then off to the other side, there's just lots of seating sort of dotted around. Is there any fire? Yeah, fire. There, are, there are fire pits <laughs> dotted I will around. Just make a yep. line for one of them and ignore um, everything else. And then off to the left and the right, there are two uh, internal portcullises to kind of um, safe areas. For to one side, you've got the uh, kind of. Uh, the rutting arena, the herd meeting room, the herd quarters. Uh, rutting as in like sparring. Okay. Uh, between, <laughs> okay, that between makes a lot more sense. Centaur and barrier like creatures. <laughs> we won't go there. Yeah, we'll, we'll, just, we'll just avoid anyway, that. Anyway, and then the other way, you have uh, an entrance into kind of the Wemmick quarters and carnivores. So one side is kind of herbivores, and one mm. side is carnivores. Uh, and that's kind of more of a warren with kind of small it's, uh, kind of tunnels and sort of chambers carved inside this large uh, rock portion of the building. And the other side is kind of a bit more orderly. There are stables inside the herbivore area and there's a large area of straw and all this kind of stuff. And you can see people moving around, taking straw in and out of there and then people moving in and out, taking sort of packages wrapped in cloth in there and all that kind of thing and there's in between there's lots of people enjoying themselves but there are also a lot of people who seem to be sort of sitting breathing deeply they're clearly uh in pain and this speaks to you joe fiel you you can almost palpably sense the pain and suffering that these people are experiencing around you this malady which you knew about um seems to be increasing but they can just get rid of it by leaving Sigil and going, going to, to Trade Gate. Trade Gate. Uh, uh, and, and going through some, you know, healing there. You know, low level magic kind Cleansing of healing. rituals. Yep. And then they're okay. But okay. every time they come into Sigil, it could inflict them again. Um, so we'll follow this one to the fire pit. Okay. Um, and they'll uh, say, um, Echo, just watch these guys. I will go and order us some food and drinks. Okay. And see if I can find some warmer clothing for this one. And Grendon? Hello? He kind of oh, the waves at you oh, as yeah. you're, Had as some you're information. there. Yes? Here. I have some information that I need to return to the Hall of Records. Ah. We can go there probably after a rest. I'm willing to pay you to take me to the Hall of Records. Oh, it won't be necessary. Payment won't be necessary. But you'll just have to bear with us while we rest. Payment is required. It is an outcome of you saving me. Therefore, it needs to happen. Okay, if that's Whatever your belief. Makes but... you happy. Yeah. Um, and I'll start pushing my way towards the bar. Okay. Uh, I was wondering how the mule's doing. He's not spoken in a while. He oh, he didn't come off. Oh, he left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he left before oh. you guys went. He went on his As own. Yeah, yeah. Oh, skin's going to look behind him for the mule and then <laughs> go. Sorry, even go. Attila's like, Swim. we had a mule with He swam off. Oh, okay. You figured out swimming quite quickly. Yeah. <laughs> you've, you've, lost, you've lost your donkey. <laughs> um, at the bar, I will get some plates of food sent okay. over to our table, some drinks. When you get to the bar, there is a uh, there is a centaur who's moving around, dealing drinks and organising things. But as you get there, you see uh, a, this Wemmick. Uh, leonine kind of creature 
to one side that you recognize as Lysander, who is the male of the twins, um, uh, kind of to the side. And he, he looks over and sees you and he's like, ah, Jophiel. Uh, nice to see you again. Were you successful? Um, I believe so. I found, uh, what are they called? What's the slang word for them? The... Clueless. What, for what? Uh, people who have dropped into... Yeah, uh, clueless. Yeah. Or... There's various words. Prime something or other? Primes. Oh, primes. Yeah. primes, yeah. Um, I found some um, primes who I brought with me into the city. Um, one of them in particular does know, knows nothing of uh, the planes. Um, I believe he's from... Oh, what was the planet? Uh, the plane called Athos. Athas. Athas. Um, oh. And the other one was a kobold captured by slavers. Um, slavers. I've, yeah, I brought them here because, um, because I believed it was the safest place for new people arriving in the city to kind of be integrated into the people here. Well, that is a good idea. If you wish to take them past registration, they are welcome. I mean, I wouldn't We've... force it upon them. Of but, course. Um, of they, course. I think they need a few days to get their feet We're all free the... to make our own decisions. Indeed. Um, yes, the, the, they, they both, I believe, uh, will be able to find their, their ways here or return to their own planes should they choose it. Returning to Athas is notoriously difficult. Maybe not that one, though. <laughs> I meant the kobold. Indeed. I would, I would meet these folk you have met. Um, certainly. Uh, let me just order them food and drink. And the centaur is like you across. It's, all, it's on the way. Ah, then follow me. Did you go carnivore or herbivore? Uh, on the bar side. When you ordered food. Uh, probably carnivore because I know we've got a lizard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And I'll bring um, bring him over to the table. I return okay. with a huge cat man. <laughs> so you return. You've already got one. Yeah. So, no, so <laughs> Tabaxi are like bipedal cats. This is a Wemmick is like a centaur. Centaur cat. Lion. Lion. So centaur lion. So like this. Cool. Cool. Yep. That's pretty badass. Yeah. Actually. They are Wemmicks are pretty cool. And this creature comes over. It's got a pouch of javelins on its back. Clearly, just the thing. Um, it's the weapon of choice for anyone. Quite often, I'm just going to look across at um, Kriak and just go like. <laughs> <laughs> it's a more elegant weapon from a civilized age. <laughs> so, this creature comes across and says, Greetings. It's a pleasure to welcome you to the Red Lion. As it approaches, I'll probably back up slightly. Yeah, yeah that's right. Like, it says, Fear not. I'll see the big sharp pointy teeth and be like, whoa! Fear not. Is the red lion working tonight? Well, that was racist. (laughs) (laughs) It's not named after one of us. Oh. No, my sister would not appreciate that. (laughs) But you're welcome here with the Free League. If you wish to join us, then he kind of gestures towards a large registration desk to one side. However... That is merely for show. We are not a faction like the others. We are a group of free-minded people who come together to share and protect each other 
people seek to destroy us. And as you see, he kind of gestures at like a group of sick people to one side. Some strange malady is afflicting our people. Well, anything I can do to help, um, be sure to let me know. Uh, we are, I've finished my task for for the, a few days. Yes, I believe Bria would like to talk to you and one from this world of suffering. Wouldn't you start saying about, oh, well, yes, I'll, I'll help however I can. You're going to get the look of you're an idiot from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Not used to people being nice. That's yeah, entirely yeah, alien. Yeah. Very different view. <laughs> Um, Hriak is the one from Athas, so if you'd like to point her in our direction. I will go talk to her. Send her to you. You're all welcome. Echo, it's good to see you again. How um, goes? How goes it? You keep this one in line? Yeah, she does that herself. I do. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. true. <laughs> <laughs> Um, True. After he's left, do I would I know of any local orphanages of good repute we could put these young children in? There are less kind of dedicated orphanages and more, more. sort of associated to faction groups that would uh, allow children to do sort of small services for a faction, to be supported and to have, you know, kind of to be looked after. So you know that urchins. there would be urchins. <laughs> yeah, where's Alvin when you need him? his gold coins? Um, uh, you know that various people in the bazaar would probably um, be able to come hey, here. Pay handsomely for child slaves. <laughs> <laughs> what? Child labour. Child labour. Labour. Relatively well compared to <laughs> other places in the city here in the bazaar. It's the kind of place that children could find a role that's not physically demanding uh like in the you know factory areas and that kind of area or um emotionally tasking around the courts and the prison and the you know people being beheaded and that kind of thing the bazaar is probably one of the nicer areas for children to to have a task or a job or a role um so so passing them to the in-depths themselves is probably one of the better things you can I'll, do well, I'll, while we're waiting for the other two to come back I'll probably take the children off to the registration desk and just explain Okay, I'll explain to you what's happening first that that's yeah. what the best basically what Pete's just said Yeah. So, I mean you can keep them if you want of, I won't get in the way what kind of state is everyone in after I mean apart from you're still quite knackered how is everyone so who I'm is her pretty sure that I'm slightly grazed yeah, I'm not worried about you. Eskin's <laughs> fine. Eskin's fine. You're, you're uh, Attila you're is slightly hurt. Okay. But he doesn't seem to be Bothered. too fussed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, the Modron yep. uh, looks a bit bashed. He looks dented. He's hurt emotionally. And and at the moment, you can, as it, the cogs and things are turning inside him, you can hear like a little <laughs> every now and then. Hmm. How he big seems is the modron. Sorry, how big is the modron? Six foot tall. Oh, I thought no, no, no. he was my height. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I also thought he was quite a small. Person. No, the box is kind of about your size. 
But then it's but got then two it's got thin limbs. legs, oh. and two arms, and little wings on its oh, wow. back. So oh, it's that's like completely hat. changed my... Now it's creepy. Oh, he's <laughs> <laughs> it was cute. Oh, yeah. Huge. Yeah, I think, a lot, I think we all were under the impression it was quite Oh, sorry. Small. No, no, no. So, the, sorry. Now I mean, it's the weird. The body is not huge, but it's kind of on these tall legs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> a horror thing. Yeah. Well, I thought you could ride on a tiller ship. Now we all wish <laughs> le- it was yeah. left behind. To be fair, we probably still could. We probably still could. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be quite as, you know... Cute. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I don't touch me, I'm scared video. It's like a weird muppet. I have muppet. some money in my storage unit if you are able to help me to get to the Hall of Records. I thought he was going to ask for help to get to his storage unit. <laughs> um, he kind of indicates, you can see that there's a, like an outline of what looks like some, maybe some sort of drawer draw or flap or little cubby hole in his side. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have 50 gold pieces. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, my character's eyes will go wide because I'm assuming pay, gold, though. even Which by is metal, perfect, is like because I was even about, I was about to ask you how you were feeling now. Kind of mumble, fine. Thanks. Which region of Athas are you from? <laughs> Tear, I remembered. Ah, Tear, the big city. Yes. Why the interest? I gather information. I gather facts. I have spoken to some of your... Prime cousins. Get <laughs> a look of... What? Other people from your world have arrived here recently. I've spoken to some of them. I was captured because of this. If they've got any sense, I don't want to go back. I understand it is a difficult world to be one of. Well, I don't know much about this one, but... This is my Vinathas is brief. So have you only just arrived as well? I assumed you knew what was going on. I remember a ship. <laughs> you were running away from things and two things. Just, you mean the the wooden building that fell from the sky? Yes. <laughs> the the hippo laughs. <laughs> That's a boat. <laughs> What's a boat? It like rides on the sea. What's the sea? Like the you sea, know the big like blue the... wobbly thing. <laughs> That mermaids live in. Oh. <laughs> the, the thing you were falling towards. Lots of water. The, the water. The water. The big body of water. Little body of water. Pond. Lake. Sea. We don't have those where I come from. You, you know of the Silt Sea. But that's kind of named ironically. Because ah. it's a dried... It's a massive dried... Sea. Yeah, yeah, but we don't yeah. have. No, but you know, the, okay. yeah, you I know, know the, the word concept sea. of the word sea, but not a water one. Okay. Yeah, we don't have that where I come from. Well, there's loads. I mean, there's loads of water. Um, not where I come from. And and Attila says to you, we've not really discussed your homeworld. 
No. But is there water where you come Toril. from? Loads. Loads? Yeah, nearby the Sword Coast. Oh. That's what it's actually called. A coast. Sword Coast? Yeah. Well, there are lots of swords there. It's very spiky. I mean, there are <laughs> swords as well. Okay. Heskin is uh, uh, a useful chap to have around. I found him in the bowels of the ship that attacked my vessel. Uh, around the carcass of a dead god in the astral plane. He's now. He may, <laughs> He's making words. He may as well be going. Recognise the words, but not the order he's using. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I will give someone I don't know who, some random one of you that stood around, the look of help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to pat him on the shoulder again and do kill wounds again. Because hey. it uses me. I'm. I. I tell you, these Githyanki raiders. Oh. I. I, they've they've done their last. I need to raise another crew. Not need six. to find my vessel. Again, I will jump when you do it. They didn't destroy my ship. They marooned it. They took everyone off. They took all the valuables and they just scuttled it on on the body of that dead god. Yeah, I'm going to be shuffling around awkwardly because I think he's clinically insane. Also, there are no gods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on that's why I think yeah, he's completely yeah. insane. Yeah. I'll have done my task with the children. Moment. Okay, so you return. I'll return. They seem to be having a strange conversation, which Echo is very much enjoying from a kind of spectator position of like, you know a little bit, you know nothing, but you know some weird shit. But what's going on? And the hippo's just a bit odd. <laughs> I'll inform everyone, the children will be safe now. Oh, well, that's all my concerns <laughs> sorted, <laughs> says Attila. What are we going to do about my ship? Uh, who what now? Is it not broken? That's not my ship. The You mean the one that came down? The one you were on? N- no, no, no. My ship... We were attacked in the astral plane, and they—I snuck on board, and they left with the goods and the. There's probably a lot in the sea there that was the boot, the the bounty of my vessel. But my crew were devastated. But the ship was scuttled and 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 marooned on the body of that dead god. I just sniggering. I just I just need a new. I need a I need a new crew. Do you wish to I have Heskin. Do you wish to retrieve your belongings? The ship. I would like to to raise the ship again and fly oh. us through the If you have any coins, you could probably hire the free league and they'll be able to help you. But oh, but I thought you were of the free league. I'm not of the free league. I just work with them. He kind of looks down at his pockets and clearly does not have a large amount of coin. I'm guessing I may need to... We may need to help you for a while. Is there a way to earn coin with these people? You're welcome to join us. We do a variety of jobs for the Free League and others uh, as a way to earn coin. I mean, this Modron fellow has offered us 50 gold coins to escort him to... the the um, Hall of Records, um, which we'll do ab- after I think we've all had a rest. We've had a very difficult day. Very well. Uh, uh, as you're all talking, uh, a woman approaches. <gasps> a woman? 
You have a woman's face, my son. <laughs> we've had a lot of Blackadder quotes black tonight. Adder and if it's gone over your head, go and watch Blackadder. And come back and then watch it again. It's some of the best comedy ever created. And it's quintessentially British. <laughs> So go and watch it. Anyway, this uh, a, a woman approaches, and she is mid thirties. Um, you know, fairly attractive lady. She's quite um, human. Uh, she's a human. She's quite moderate in her clothing. She doesn't seem to be. Uh, although you've told been told she's a bard, she's not sort of outlandish or sort of. Seem to be walking around going, hey, you know, or anything like that. She seems to. Finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey! Heskin, or just like. Or, or, or just like, hello, or waving, you know, or like, hey, oh, oh, Tony, Tony, you know. Uh, <laughs> she's just kind Can of making her way. Tango. She's making her way through through the crowd quietly, uh, unassumedly. What's going um, on? And um, she has about her neck a necklace with a large. Uh, kind of stone in it that has a soft glow to it. Uh, and she comes over and you recognise her as Bria Tomei. Yeah. She is the one of the three leaders of the Indeps. She kind of steps up and she says, Ah, Jophiel. Mistress Tomei. It is uh, a pleasure to see you again. Um, I, I see from your Athasian friend here that you have been successful in your task. I believe so, yes. Greetings. Uh, I assume that this is a very strange place for you and that you are having uh, a bit of an adjustment to our humble uh, tavern here. Everything's weird and it's freezing. Are you cold? I've currently got her cloak wrapped around me, stood by the fire. She kind of gestures to the centaur uh, bartender and pulls him over and sort of requests some some furs for you and some more drinks and food for everybody. Yay. So you are quite well fed and quite well watered. Uh, and uh, oh, water. Yeah. So good. Yeah. He's Wait like, till you try this beer. <laughs> yeah, when if water turns up I will literally just down it. You are like glugging it down. Um uh, Echo, it's a pleasure to see you again. Uh, always, always a pleasure. Uh, my small Heskin. friend, Heskin. Heskin. Uh, pleasure to meet you. You too. Who are you? I am, I am Bria. Uh, what I help guide this ragtag group of factionless folk uh, through their strange ways and their odd days. Um, it is something I take some small pride in, and I do what I can for these people. It's clearly being quite modest. Um, Just look around a whole curve. And slightly poetic. Uh, she's she she sort of so so you've you've retrieved this uh, gentleman uh, from the conduit. How how uh, you do not strike me as one. She seems to be looking at you with a like a strange vision. Strike me as one from the plains yourself. Where are you from? Ah, Toril. Faerun, specifically. Oh, yes. A wonderful land. I have been there several times myself. 
seen several of the fine taverns, uh, been to uh, Neverwinter, a wonderful city. Oh, yep. I love Neverwinter. It's near my home village. Oh, indeed. Yes. Oh, indeed. Excellent. Well, I haven't been there in a while, but it is uh, a place of uh, great culture for one sealed off from the rest of the multiverse. Um, Just looking at it, I'm going to kind of eye her cautiously. What do you want with me? What I want with you... Uh, it is not with you specifically. It is with your people. Those from Athas. Several things have occurred at the same time. We have seen this prime diaspora, as it is being termed. Many primes have arrived recently through many more portals and conduits and means and ways than previously before. We have this strange malady that is striking us, the Indeps, the Free League here. We are the least constraining of any faction. We are those who are merely not of any other. We, we force nothing on anybody else, and yet someone has created something within the rules of the lady that inflicts us with this strange malady when we return to Sigil. Even if someone has been here before and been cured, they may still receive the same malady when they arrive again through a portal into Sigil, if they are an in-depth. And at the same time, we have reports that there is a hardline, hardhead faction allying with mercy killers. Face will darken at the mention mm. of that. She pauses. Speak. They've recently come to tear. Scum. Murderers. So they are on your world. Nods. There's something I should tell you. What was your name, sorry? Kriak. Kriak. I sense your distrust, and I understand. These people, your world, specifically, because of the nature of it, and I think you'll understand when I say this, has been sealed off magically from many other worlds. Portals to and from your land are rare, rare indeed. And yet somehow, at the same time as this increased activity, this strange disease, there has been an increased number of people coming from your land. I believe there may be something tying to your world in relation to this malady. Wouldn't want anything from my world coming here. I know not enough about your world to judge that true or not. But I can tell from those who have been here and I have spoken to, or heard talk of, that it is a grim survival. Magic is death where I come from. <laughs> and and to be to be fair, magic is life. For everybody else. It sounds like this world you come from is one of the harshest and most testing environments. And it may be that 
we believe someone may have been to your world and found something dangerous that they are inflicting upon our people. Well, shrug. We felt that any clues that we might be able to receive from someone who's come from this world will be valuable. So, if you are open to it, we would ask that we could just sit for a few hours and ask you some simple questions about plants, animals, your uh, the ways you prepare foods, the diseases that are common in your world, uh, anything that may be transmitted between people without contact, such things, just to explore the things that you know about your world that we may be able to call upon. And our good friend Jophiel here and her order of Ilnata, who are um, Again, looking after those who suffer, it may allow us it may help us to find where this is coming from. We can cure this. We can take people to Trade Gate. We can step outside of Sigil and cure it. Someone has found something that works within the bounds of the lady's power. And she seems to kind of sort of recoil in on herself when she says that. Is she like the, a sorcerer queen? The lady. The lady of pain. She is a gargantuan, godlike being that floats around the city and will tear you asunder. At the <laughs> Again, who kind of snort and probably roll his <laughs> eyes at that point. You guys know about the Lady of Pain. She is, to, for anyone watching, this symbol, this image here is the picture of the Lady of Pain. She is... She's nice of face. She is a gargantuan creature that floats and does not touch the floor. She has a wreath of blades around her head. And uh, there are lo lots of arguments about what she is, where she's come from. She looks after Sigil. She is in control of all the portals at her whim. Uh, even though there are sub groups of people who look after portals and catalogue where they come from. She can open and close portals as she wants to. She can also consign people to what are called mazes within the bowels of the city, where they go mad for eternity. Uh, and her shadow falling upon you will flay the skin from your body. Uh, if you see her, you are 50% likely to be dead, uh, because there's something going on around you that shouldn't be going on. No gods are allowed inside Sigil. They all exist on the plains around you, but no power is allowed within the walls of the city. Uh, people such as uh, Jophiel, who are proxies for I'm their gods, proxy. are allowed in. Uh, the last god that came in, uh, Aoskar, who was the god of portals... Um, is this the person talking? Or... No, this is this kind is of... Okay. This is, oh, me. Gonna say, this okay. is me talking... <laughs> Uh, Aoskar, who was the last god that kind of came in and tried to take over, uh, was destroyed. Uh, their temple was shattered, which is the shattered temple on the map that you guys have got down there. Yep. And their body is now a floating carcass in the astral plane, much like the arm that you saw 
as you flew through that conduit and you saw on the ship uh, those kind of grey fractured carcasses are dead gods within the astral plane gods are real gods are there you can go meet your god you've met you've probably been somewhere close to probably seen him in a parade yeah absolutely cool Okay. So while yeah. that's like when you've said kind of oh so like a sorcerer queen then and there's a oh well no because I'll just kind of nudge you and be like this is as far as you're going yeah yeah, yeah that'll do <laughs> I'll just yeah. be like yeah that, probably fun. like a sigh of bollocks <laughs> thinking I've just traded in one lot of crazy sorcerer rulers for another and what this what this feels to you is like the kind of propaganda in the stories that the Templars tell about Sorcerer Kings, that they are yeah, all-powerful, all powerful, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that if they just gaze at you, you will die. Yeah, yeah, no, he's and you've taking, heard all these stories. He's taking that with a pinch of salt, but it's just thinking, shit, there's another Sorcerer Queen. <laughs> On the other yeah. hand, at least it's something familiar. <laughs> very true. That's true, very true. <laughs> okay, so the children are away. You've had some ale and some food, and it is getting towards anti-peak, which is midnight. midnight. Uh, revelry is going on around you. The barriers, the centaurs, the... Um, uh, what are the other ones? The Wemmicks and the Satyrs. And then all the other gathered indepths are slowly sort of cheering up, even if they are diseased. And you guys... Um, sort of get your stuff together you are given space within the carnivore area <clears throat> to uh, a small cavern sort of carved in there to sort of hunker down you're given some blankets and things uh to to rest for the evening yes. uh, so you can take a long rest Woo-hoo! which means you regain all your hit points and all your abilities, uh, and you are fresh for spells, etc., uh, for the next day. Um, and I think that's probably a good place to leave it then uh, for the next time. So awesome. w- we will continue next time where you guys have are waking up inside the the red line. In mm-hmm. uh, you have some options in front of you. And you have to decide what you want to do with some uh, interesting folk from interesting lands. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, And thank you very much for everyone watching. Uh, That was our episode two of The Dark of the Cage. Uh, Please don't forget to go and check out all of our social media links. They are below. Please also check out our Discord and our Patreon. Everyone who supports us helps to make it a bit better for everybody else from all the kit and equipment we buy to the games, the dice all the other things Um, they also help us to support uh, Diabetes UK which is a great cause that's close to our hearts Uh, we have a Just Giving link below as well for those who want to contribute separately although all our fans aren't in the UK it is a great cause to support and we hope you can help us to do that uh, we thank you, anyone who helps us through Patreon, through our Just Giving. It's absolutely awesome of you guys to support us. Um, we have some giveaways going on. So we've just done our first. We've done our first one on Twitter, uh, which is our Salute Special Miniature, 
the uh, the last woman standing. It's a bit hard to see there, but I've so put a good. I've put a really maybe. good picture on 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 Twitter. Post-apocalyptic. So if you're into Necromunda or Dark Heresy or anything of that kind of thing, Apocalypse World, this is a, Great, uh, a powerful lady with a gun in one hand and a lizard pet on a chain on the other. Very cool model. Uh, it's a great model. Not for sale anywhere. Not for sale anywhere. And we've got some other giveaways coming up. Uh, the guy, we've, you know, some of us went to salute, yep. gathered up some goodies, and we're going to be giving them away slowly over the next few weeks. So stay tuned. Please go and check out our other shows. We've got Star Trek Morpheus. We've got Vostok's Chance. We've got On the Edge of the Emperor's Light. They're all the ones going on at the moment. So obviously we've got our back catalogue of... Flint and Steel! Flint and Steel! Oh, and uh, <laughs> Masters of Monsters, the Mage the Ascension game, which is always the tongue twister one. And I was quite pleased with myself when as I well managed as to say Traveller. Traveller. Zweihander. Zweihander, go and watch that. Traveller and things before that. The sound's not as good, but we had a lot of fun, so go and watch it anyway. So we're going to have lots of more shows coming. We're going to do some one-shots. We're going to do some two-shots. We're going to do some Star Wars. And we're going to do some other shows as well. We're going to do some unboxings and some playthroughs, hopefully. Cracking unboxing. Hopefully. A cracking unboxing. Oh. Um, yes. Also, please don't forget to go and check out the Thornless Rose Kickstarter for the D20 Dice Bag. Uh, their awesome leather and laser skills are going to give you some amazing stuff to hold all of your role-playing dice in and it's fantastic so please go and check that as well they are friends and sponsors of the channel and they are fantata <laughs> <laughs> so anyway uh we will uh <laughs> we will uh see you in a couple of weeks time for some more D D in planescape uh with the dark of the cage until then bye bye, bye. bye.